0: Do you happen to remember where you were on May of 2000, uh, the last week of May of 2000? I happen to know exactly where I was. I was in Bradenton, Florida. I was one of the top uh, American Express financial advisors, and the top 25 advisors were invited every year to a outing to discuss the market, and I was in Bradenton, Florida in May of of 2000. Uh, Gordon Fines was our number one mutual fund manager. He was there and he was awarded the largest bonus that American Express had ever paid to a fund manager at that meeting. This is a chart of where the NASDAQ was. At that time, Gordon rode the dot com bubble up to its heights in uh, 2000. And here I was in May of 2000, and my portfolio, my retirement portfolio, was down 30%. Uh, my clients' portfolios were down 30% because Gordon had told us last year there's a computer in everything and our growth fund, our new dimension funds and particularly our strategy aggressive fund is going to just skyrocket I held my hand up at that meeting and I said, Gordon, you fucked me that's what I said That was the start of the end of my career with uh, American Express Financial Advisors. Five years later, I found my way to the door. But that's how I felt. And uh, a lot of people kind of agreed with me when we hit uh, September of 2002, and the NASDAQ was down 83%. That was the dot-com bubble. If you want to know how long it took to come back from that or re-reach that high, it took 17 years. That was the dot-com bubble. What brought it back was the digital revolution. It took a while, though, to bring that back. If you were in the right stocks, it didn't take that long, but it took the Nasdaq that long. So what can we learn from that? Let's talk about it. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. This video is sponsored by Seeking Alpha. Seeking Alpha is a tool that I keep in my toolbox to make better investment decisions. And I quite honestly don't understand how anybody could be a serious investor and not seek Seeking Alpha as a tool to help them be a better investor, they make this possible uh, so that you can have free videos to watch okay let's talk a little bit more about the dot com bubble and are we reliving it? Is it another dot com bubble that we're dealing with i don't really think so uh and and I would say first of all that the reason it's different is the wounds we're f- suffering right now are self-inflicted. Uh, we created this situation as a result of pumping nine trillion dollars into the stock market, and that stock market that that money has to end up somewhere. Well, it ended up in overvaluations of a number of companies, basically uh, a lot of tech companies that have basically been in the business for the last twenty years of gathering. Our data and finding ways to use that data to sell us stuff, and basically create an advertising vehicle that is used most effectively by Google, Amazon, and Facebook to sell us stuff. So the digital revolution has been a consumer oriented revolution, and it has now pulled back because of the influx of money and. All the money you had to spend, you drove the prices of things up. Then you add to that the coronavirus, which broke our supply chain, and we have runaway inflation. I just filled my car up with gas. It, it went up to $65. I'm accustomed to somewhere in the neighborhood of $50, but it went up $65, up 30-some percent. And that, to some people, means they can't buy stuff. They can't go to Walmart and buy the clothes, the new shoes for their kids that they want to because gas is up. And then their groceries are up. So it's realistic that the market is going to pull back. I just read an article uh, yesterday in the Wall Street Journal that um, Amazon is cutting back on their warehouse space, their distribution centers. It, it, it drew a pretty dismal picture, uh, but then in the end of the article said it only represented about two percent of their uh, overall space. But If I also then turned around and said to you our GDP is going to be down two percent as we saw it is going to be down in China we've got a situation and that situation is going to affect the stock market in a very negative way. So do we have some tough times in front of us? I believe we do. So That being said, what's different then from the the dot-com bubble? Is this going to be a 17-year until we get back to the NASDAQ prices that were there on November of 2021? That would mean that the NASDAQ wouldn't be back to its high until 2038. I don't think that's the case, but we have to recognize it's within the realm of possibility. So my question is, if we put this $9 trillion out there, who has it right now? Do you have it in your pocket? Do you have it in your portfolio? We know that the trillionaires lost uh, some astronomical number, and that was Jeff Bezos and uh, uh, Warren. No, Warren Buffett actually made some money. Uh, Elon Musk and Bill Gates lost trillions of dollars in since November. So who has that $9 trillion right now? I would suspect a big part of it's in Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, uh, Google, and Facebook's coffers. And what are they going to do with it? Well, I suspect they'll either be buying back their stock or they will be uh, doing some research and development. My hope is research and development, because I think there is a bright shining light at the end of this tunnel. I choose to call that bright shining light Digital Revolution 3.0. And Digital Revolution 3.0 is going to be driven by the 20 years of data that the big six have been gathering off of you in order to sell you stuff. You've got all the stuff you probably need, and that's why maybe things are slowing down a bit. So then my question is, what is going going to be done with this data beyond so- selling me stuff that is going to make the world a better place. So I look back and I say what are the events that have occur- occurred that has put this world in jeopardy that this data could then to come turn around and be a a asset of unsurmountable proportions in the future. And again, I believe the world is driven by events. The biggest event that has happened in my 77 years is the coronavirus, the the waking up that our healthcare system is broken, the supply chain that is broken, and the global economy that has turned on us, thus creating the the supply chain problems. So if I know those are the issues at hand, and I know that the future is going to be driven by uh, the data that has been collected over the last 22 years, what is it going to look like? Well, the data is going to be commercialized to give us a better health care system, to correct our supply chain, and to rectify this global crisis that we find ourselves in, where any country can at will decide they will hold the rest of the world blackmail uh, in in blackmail and in potential invade and take what they want that has to change. How does that change well. I'm very high on a software company by the name of Palantir, and Palantir, I have learned because I went to their website, I dug into it, I've read a lot of documents, watched a lot of videos, and Palantir is a software company, and there will be others who will take this 20 years of data. Think of the, the 20 years of data is this whole room filled with data that can be used to make your life better. How is that? Well, I like to focus on healthcare. If all the data in the world relative to healthcare was accessible through a computer program, a software program, and I like my daughter had a soft tissue sarcoma and I could learn everything that anybody has ever known about a soft tissue sarcoma and then learn about genome sequencing and genome editing and genome therapy and put all of that together could I make a better health care decision? Yes, I think I could. It's If I then take that same knowledge base, not that knowledge base, but that same principle and apply it to the, the uh, grid for distributing energy through our country and through the world, could I make better decisions? Could I b- improve our supply chain if I had all the data that was available relative to so- the supply chain, and then I had a software program that could sort it through and an algorithm that could say, move this truck from here to there in order to make sure the baby formula is there on time. If I had that capability, could I make the, better, the world a better place? Would the world be a better place doing that with the data as opposed to putting the right advertisement in front of me so that I could buy more stuff. I think that's the better way. So with that in mind, I then say, I then sit sit down and say, of the thousands of companies that I could buy today that would, will benefit from this software that is going to be available to sort through all the data in the world to help me make better decisions and my doctors to make better decisions and my electricians to make better decisions and my plumbers to make better. If I could access all that, what companies do I want to own? Well, first of all, I want the companies that own the data. Here's my chart of the companies I want to own. Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, NVIDIA, Google, and Palantir. You'll notice missing from that is Facebook. And that's because I can't figure out where Facebook fits into the commercialization of data. I I don't get that. Now, I do believe they will be a major player in the metaverse, but that's further down the road. And I want in two years, I want my portfolio to explode. I want it to go from where I've lost half of my investments to where I've got a five-fold increase from where I was at the top. And that's those. Then, the, the, because they have the data, then who is going to be the beneficiaries of this data? Well, my interest is healthcare. Because I lost my daughter to cancer. I lost my mother to cancer. I lost my father to cancer. And damn it, I'm probably going to die from cancer unless Invade, Editus, CRISPR, Beam, Nutella, and Caribou can put a needle in my arm and take disease Out of my body. Now how can that be achieved? By accessing all the data. All the knowledge. About medical situation. About that kid in. Slavolia. Who had a soft tissue sarcoma. In his foot. But they found a cure for it. They didn't for my daughter. That's what. Digital revolution 3.0. Is all about. That's where I want to invest. That's where I think we're going. And so I have the misfortune that I saw this a year ago and I bought into uh, Invate, Editus, CRISPR, Beam, Nutella, and Caribou at, at, at not their highest price, but certainly not where they're at today. You have this advantage if you don't own any of these, what I am telling you if, you, if you're starting from ground zero right now and you've just come and you're 26 years old and you just signed uh, a contract with your new employer and they gave you a $10,000 bonus, hooray for you. Because you are at the floor. You are at the bottom. You are at the investment opportunity of a lifetime. Because what's going to happen in the next 10 years is going to be equivalent to what's happened over the past 100. And a lot of this is going to happen in the next three years. Because when they put that needle in the arm and they say, we now know how to save, 1,632 lives per day in the United States from cancer. Get out of the way. The world is changing and you have an opportunity to capitalize on it. This is the birth of a whole new world. Again, look what the data has done for your ability to buy anything you want and have it delivered. Look at what the data has done to give you the ability to send pictures of your grandchildren to to your high school sweetheart. Look what the data has done to change the way we live. Hell, I, I get on Zoom calls with people all over the world. That's all as a result of consumer data. We're now going to take this into the next spectrum and that is data making our world a better place. Okay. I I just I just pray that you see this. Particularly if you're 22, 25, 18, if you're a young person, you can change your life if you'll just recognize What's about to happen? If this sounds like the kind of thing you'd like to learn more about, join our tribe, come to our Discord, come to our my website. It's Best of Us Investors. There you're going to find a link to our Discord, or you can go into the description and find a link to the Discord there. Right below it, you'll find a link to Seeking Alpha. And learn as much as you can. Read not only what's on Seeking Alpha, but books. About the this, you'll find also a list of my best books, both on my website and in the description. Okay, I want you to I want you to experience this um, and see what's about to happen, so that you can have a better life. I'll talk to you more about this in the coming days. <music>